This isn't for your eyes. Hello and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Goodies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Uh, it's a little bit different this time because due to our current COVID lockdown, <laughs> I am attempting to record in my dining room yeah. instead of sat next to lovely Dave. No, in the Groovy Goodies HQ. Fuck, it's happened again. It's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just see a screen freeze. And I'm all like, is it going to yeah. tell me we've got a like, connection lost again? <laughs> Should we try and power through and I'll just cut out any bits of me? Obviously, yeah, if it comes down in a couple of seconds, yep. then it's going to be a nightmare. But Pauses, we'll just uh, stop and wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, try and get Skype. Why is there two fucking Skypes up? Yeah, they've got two up as well, I don't know why. We are awful at technology, man. <laughs> for people who did like, uh, you know, she's, she's, there you go. For people who studied right. IT in college, yeah, I know we're, we're abysmal. I mean, to be fair, it was like what was it almost twenty years ago now? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking shocking. Right, I've got um, my my face on like big screen now, yeah. and you're in like the tiny screen. I got I got me in the tiny screen. I don't know, you flip oh, them okay. around. Yeah, fuck nice. Just sound like a couple of old men trying to work out <laughs> what the we fuck are. we're doing. <laughs> As always, bang on with the professionalism. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fully tested everything like long before. Uh yes, yeah, so this is our special COVID lockdown episode. Yes, man. Lockdown special. Um, Pausing for connection. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be keen to see how this episode pans out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what have you been up to then during this lockdown pandemic? To be honest, man, I'm still working. Yeah. Like nine to five. So, for me, it's just like normal. Not much has changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than like Amy's trying to work from home with the one year old. So, that's a bit stressful because obviously trying to work and look after a one-year-old is a bit like, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's yeah, what it is, you know? Is it weird going into Cardiff with, like, nobody there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
it, it was quite surreal at first. It was almost like you know an apocalypse film. Yeah, I kept on expecting like people with bin lads, bin lid strips strapped to them, like running around the corners and shit. You know, <laughs> just was... loadly sad trash bags blowing down yeah, the exactly, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was quite wonderful. Um, but no, it's been uh, it's you, you get used to it quite easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's the new normal. Or yourself? Um, I'm now into week four of furlough, Oof. so I was in work for a while. Yeah, um, but then they decided that from a financial perspective if we take the furlough there's more money there to continue JTS running at a later date so they've decided to opt into it so yeah I'm at week four um, which sounds like it'd be loads of fun you know four (laughs) weeks off work and it hasn't been too bad I mean there's no talk of divorce yet that's good Uh, most of my kids are still talking to me that's good most of (laughs) it not all of them but, um, yeah, it's, there's not, I can't really get up to much Yeah, yeah. in Sarah's trying to go to work and do stuff at the factory because it's empty, Okay. which means I'm being left with the kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's difficult to try and explain to them that, you know, they can't go outside and we can't go and visit people and, yeah, I need to go to the shop, but you have to stay in the car. Mm. It's quite sort of... Yeah, like you said, surreal. Yeah. The sudden change that's in the air. Yeah, it's really but, um, Yeah, I've just been fucking potting around, trying to watch some films. But again, that's quite difficult because there's only certain things I can watch when the kids are about. <laughs> so yeah. mostly I've just been reading like a ton of stuff. Oh, okay, cool. <clears throat> If you follow our Instagram account, we posted recently um, what we've read for the quarter, and I've already read almost twice as much stuff in the last month and a half than I did in the entire of last quarter. (laughs) 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 We didn't just come to a halt, Mark. Yeah. Um, I started doing this thing where I saw the Epicac recordings, you know, Mike Patton's label. Yeah. They put up a a uh, playlist on Spotify with everything they've ever released. Nice. Like, oh, what a great idea. You know, 150 hours of Epicac stuff. Great. So I was going to say, that's going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah, like. yeah, it's loads. So I thought, well, why don't more labels do that? So then I started doing it. Yeah. So that's just been like occupying my... for labels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I've got like 3-1-G, <laughs> I've got The Flenser, fucking Peaceville, Metal Blade, Osmos, loads of them. Nice. Um, so that's just been my commutes for the last like four weeks, five weeks instead of reading, which has actually yeah. been productive. <laughs> you know. Think of all those happy people that are going to stumble across these playlists. Oh like, man, yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you, you're doing the world a solid. I actually managed to fill a complete like to uh, fill a playlist to capacity. I think it was Century Media, and um, I got like 750 hours worth of music on there. And Fuck. then we said, "Yeah, I was we say, didn't realize Spotify had like a capacity." Neither did I. <laughs> Until now. Until now, yeah. So it turns out it's around 750 hours of music. Yeah, there we are, just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> yeah, what else have I done that's been remotely exciting? Um, I tried to clean up my garage. Oh, yeah. Because I only rent my house, I thought that, you know, I, I refuse to do any DIY on it because I'm renting it. <laughs> Why the fuck don't I want to paint the I want to make the house like a it's nice place my... to live. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not mine. I don't give a fuck if the fucking conservatory is leaking. The other person can pay for it. That's what I'm paying on rent for, to maintain the property for me. Yeah, so the garage was a bit more 
okay, I need to sort of tidy that up because it's mostly my stuff that's making a mess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I sorted that out. That was exciting. And then the other really exciting thing I did yeah. was I had a look through all the various uh, storage drives I've got okay. and uh, collected all of my photos together and deleted any duplicates. And then when I had had my whole pile of photos yeah. in one place, I doubled it up and saved it somewhere else on another drive. And then I did it a third time on another drive. Okay. So I've organized all my photos and done backup copies. Oh, wow. I don't know. And uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Must be good to like reminisce on some of the good times you've had though in the photos, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it was one of those jobs I can do while I'm also making fucking peanut butter foldovers and pouring out glasses of fucking milk every five minutes. What's a peanut butter foldover? It's basically a sandwich, but only with one slice of bread, ah. and you just fold it over. Ah, right. genius. <laughs> yeah, that's his snack. So for lunch, it's a peanut butter sandwich, but for a snack, it's a peanut butter foldover. Ah. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Lockdown uh, lunch times are proving to be somewhat interesting. Yeah. Trying to feed the kids various bits and pieces and explain to my son, who is five going on six, that or six going on seven, sorry. Yeah. Got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he needs to eat the stuff that we're like offering him because there's nothing else because we haven't got a lot of food because we're not going out shopping we're sort of trying to make use of what we've got here yeah, yeah. breeze nah won't touch it <laughs> Shit. anything that's like fruit and veg based nah I said to him about making a smoothie Yeah. and uh, he said yeah okay I'll have a smoothie so alright what do you want in it he said banana we haven't got any bananas uh, peanut butter I said, yeah, I'll put peanut butter in there. What fruit are you having in there? Don't want any fruit in there. <laughs> so well, what else are you going to have in there then? Some yoghurt. Right? Or about some porridge? No. So you just want peanut butter and yoghurt, like, mushed together. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a milkshake at that point, surely. Yeah. So you don't need a smoothie for that. You don't, I don't need to, like, whisk all that up in a blender. You can just chuck it in a bowl and mix it yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Or just eat it. Yeah. Or just eat it, yeah. One one spoon in the yogurt and one spoon in the peanut butter and just shovel it in. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. So have you been watching anything good lately? Yeah. We've been trying to do like date nights every Saturday. Um we did and like use up some of our sort of spirits shelf, you know? Yeah. Um so we do like pick a cocktail, pick two films, and we'll just get drunk and watch the films. So we started off with um, Mojitos and nice. um, what was it? <laughs> another second film we watched was the Zac Efron, Ted Bundy thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which was pretty rubbish in all fairness. It's, <clears throat> it's an interesting piece. I think if you're going into it to look for it, it's more about the lie rather than the crimes. Yeah, yeah. It's more about him and this relationship he had with this woman who was apparently completely oblivious. Mm. Which I thought was, it was sort of interesting, but it wasn't... It's an interesting take on it, but then I feel like every Ted Bundy thing out there has like an interesting take on it. None of them focus on what, how much of a horrible fucking murderer he was, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think it's one of those weird things as well where I'm not entirely convinced they could ever do it correctly on film yeah. due to the like severe nature of the crimes. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, um, I mean, he's an inter- interesting character, like in the fact that he escaped prison twice and, mm. you know, there's lots of interesting shit to do out, out there. But I don't know. I just, I think I'm just Ted Bundy out. Do you know what I mean? Because I think we watched like a documentary on him a few weeks before. Like, oh, yeah. Just do something interesting. Ed Kemper, do him. You know, he's interesting. Yeah. Or even Dharma. I read um, the Dharma graphic novel, My Friend Dharma, recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched the Netflix thing about yeah. that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, the My Friend Dharma thing is basically like the film. So yeah. it's almost shot like frame for frame. Oh, um, nice. But it was good. Yeah. It's worth it to read. Sweet. I'm trying to think, think of what the first film we watched was. Um, Midsummer. That's the one. Ah, uh, first time watch or? Yeah, for me and Amy. Yeah. What do you think? I really enjoyed it. Um, wasn't in, as impactful as the guy's first film, obviously. No. But um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of film. I feel to Hereditary. Oh, yeah. When yeah, I watched yeah. it, I come out thinking it's very like I was impressed. I, you know, it was up there in terms of on my list of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a really different feel to it. It does, but then I feel like some of the, like, not story beats, not necessarily, but like the themes. When you think about it, kind of. Yeah. Work like there's a shocking bit in like the first sort of hour, and then it just builds and builds and builds into this really fucking weird ending. Yeah, it sort of builds in a, <clears throat> it sort of builds in a different sort of pace. I think. Yeah, yeah. With hereditary, it was that constant. There's nobody um, as tense as hereditary. No, you sort of you get the impression that things are not quite right, and it doesn't yeah. let on just how extremely not right they are. Yeah, yeah. Until towards the end, whereas hereditary is that constant, gradual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always it's uncomfortable throughout, whereas there's like peaks and troughs with midsummer almost. Yeah. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it, definitely. Very good. Cool. Uh, what was next, then? Um, next was... Fuck. I don't know, I had all these in my head before I came up here. Talk about this, talk about this. We did Strawberry Daiquiris the following week. Nice. And we did Get Out and Us. I've and seen, first time watch for those or I've seen Get Out before, I hadn't seen us. Yeah. Um I love Get Out, it was great, you know. Yeah. Um Us was a very different film altogether. But I think I enjoyed Us more. Us is almost uh, well, you could say for both Get Out and Us, I think. They're very um You could say for both, they're almost um, sort of Twilight Zone-esque. Yeah. And when... I didn't watch Us until I heard that Jordan Peele was going to be doing some Twilight Zone episodes. And then when I watched Us, it was like, this is totally like a Twilight (laughs) Zone movie. It's like an extended episode. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed Us, but I think I did have more of a fondness for Get Out. I'm trying to think exactly what I thought of us when I was watching it. But it was a while ago, and I've watched a shit ton of stuff since then. Yeah. I think I enjoyed it more because it, um, <coughs> my expectations going in 
was I did I don't think I'd seen any of the trailers, right? Anything like that. So I didn't know what to expect, and I was half expecting the film similar to Get Out, and it was just completely like not that. Yeah. And so yeah, I think it, because it sort of subverted my expectations, then I enjoyed it a lot more. You know? Yeah. But yeah, that was good. Um, what else? We've watched Birds Box and um, A Quiet Place. Nice. Yeah, Quiet Place was awesome. Love that. Yeah. I was so chuffed that I got to watch that in the cinema. I bet, yeah, yeah. Um, with, like, nobody there except yeah. for it was me, old buddy Chris, and some random dude just sat in the back on his own. Yeah. We had the whole cinema to ourselves, and he was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> it's one of those films that, like, I think it's it's made for cinema. Yeah. In the sense of you're in the dark space surrounded by other people so you can feel that tension in the air building and all the rest and the spooks and the jumps and everything else yeah but old cinema where like you didn't have people fucking gas bagging and on their phones and fucking playing games and shit rustling big bags of popcorn yeah fucking bastards i am i'm kind of got mr missed out on it in the cinema but um it's really fucking good man such a good film yeah beard box is all right yeah, I still haven't watched Bird Box yet. I sort of avoided it because it was that whole, oh, it's amazing, it's on Netflix, and everybody should watch it. And I was like, nah. No, it's not amazing. <clears throat> it's worth checking out if you're bored. You got a spare hour, look. <laughs> I got plenty of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing I did, actually, during my uh, lockdown, is I've tried to reorganise all my uh, physical media oh, in various it? shapes and forms. Oh, that go. <laughs> Uh, I realised I've got far too much stuff that I still haven't watched. Yeah. So I really should stop purchasing any more things. <laughs> I, I should. <laughs> should yeah. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen now. Yeah. Um, and then we did Mandy and the Cut Out of Space, or the other way around. Sorry, the Cut Out of Space then Mandy. Nice. Obviously, we just spoke about Mandy before. What did you think yeah. of Colour Out of Space? Um, it's good. It's really fucked up. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I think I've read The Colour Out of Space, but there's another, it's, there's another film, isn't there, based on that? Mm. And I've not seen that. So I, I, and I, I've read the story like years and years and years ago. Um, but yeah, like the scene where the woman, the mother and the son get fused together is fucking horrible. <laughs> and everything after that is pretty fucking horrible as well. It suddenly just takes a dive. Yeah, yeah, it just takes a really, like a complete left turn. You're just like, what the fuck is going on here? This but yeah, is going no, from great. being a relatively slow, steady pace yeah. weirdness to just fucking it's mess. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I, it's an enjoyable film, definitely. Amy thought it was a bit, well, I think it was a bit much for her, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Gradually easing into the horror films, and then we go straight to something as fucked up as that. <laughs> just be like, okay, maybe we need to push push the brakes on this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it was shot in a really, really interesting way. Like the colours they use are fantastic, obviously. Um, and it's another Spectre Vision one, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So but, they, yeah, I think like those two is a double bill. Mandy and Colour Out of Space is a double bill. Is like, oh. Yeah, oh yeah. Birth. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Amy thought much of Mandy either, to be honest. No. 
but I, I enjoyed it, you know. Um, did you watch anything else as part of your date nights, or is that about it? No, the the next week then we sort of took a break. We each had individual date nights, so I just stayed downstairs and played PlayStation Net Snacks. And even nice. Days, like I'm pamper and watching some stuff on Netflix. And last night we downloaded Overcooked for PS4. All right, yeah. So we were just playing that all night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's hard. Yeah, I've seen. I thought about picking it up to play with the kids because yeah. both of the older two are very keen to play games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're not quite ready for some more uh, intense things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my son is a right little bitch when it comes to like <laughs> scoring and losing. <laughs> We've been playing um, Zombie Vikings. Right. <clears throat> which is a sort of side-scroller where you pick a zombie Viking and Loki is essentially stolen Odin's eye and is using it to create all sorts of mischief and Odin has tasked you with retrieving his eye. And it's full of, like, fart jokes and zombie jokes and all the rest and it's just a side-scroller, bash, 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 bash. Mm. So it's like, okay, you can manage this, we'll play this. But at the end of every round, you get scored based on your damage and your loot. And they do it in a sense of it, like, piles up. Yeah. So, like, you're standing on top of the pile, and it does, like, the damage first, which shows you, like, the skulls of your enemies. And then, like, it shows you the loot, which is, like, golden gems. And I'm always, like, way up here, and he's all the way down there. And he gets really pissy about it. And it's like, you have to kill more things. You have to do more fighting. But, yeah, he doesn't seem to grasp it. And then he just has a fucking melt. And because it's a side-scroller, you'll just stop walking. And it's like, dude, I need you to move. I need you to move so we can keep going and finishing the level. I don't want to play this level again. Let's just finish this and we'll turn it off. I'm not playing anymore. So it's taken us, like, fucking three months to finish this, like, four-hour fucking game. Yeah. Uh, Shit, man. In all fairness, Overcooked <laughs> is a bit more like you have to work together. It's not like a competitive thing at all. Yeah. But um, it's very hard in places. Like the, we, I think we gave up on a level where it's just it's complete darkness. You have this little tiny little torch. You can see like a foot in front of you, and you have to like find the find the tomatoes to make the tomato soup. Right. And then obviously you, you, there's a time limit. There's orders coming in, and then we're just like, oh fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> this fuck is this. too much especially after like you have to earn a certain amount of stars to open up, open up the next level right so say we got to like the world 4 and we needed 35 stars to open up the next level but we only had 33 so great we gotta go back and like get another star because each level is like a 3 star thing right. like depending on how many points you get so yeah going back to some of the levels we only had 1 star in and trying to get 2 or 3 stars in them was challenging <laughs> I like that. That's uh, very tactfully said. Yeah. <laughs> I can be quite diplomatic on times, yeah. Um, yeah, you've been playing anything else? Yeah, I downloaded the Resi 2 remake. Nice. Yeah, man. Um, although I got, I started playing Leon's campaign. Um, got right to the end, the fight with the tyrant is he the tyrant or mr x or whatever the fuck his name is yeah and you're on the lift right and i've got nowhere near the amount of ammo or health i need <laughs> one <It's> save <true. laughs> file 
oh. I know, yeah. Like fucking idiot. I should have at least like ten. But like um yeah, one save file. So and the, that was saved I think in an area where there's no heal items anyway, like in the lab somewhere. Yeah. And there's just no heal items like about so I might go back and start Claire's campaign. And then once I've done that through, go back to Leon's. And maybe start that again. Yeah, I was gonna say when I rented it, um, I got to a point where I realised I'd fucked up and also hadn't made an additional save file, <laughs> and so like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's going back. I'm yeah. not starting again. I'll pick it up and play here another time. Yeah, it's like this. The time I first played Final Fantasy VIII, like back when it first came out in like '98 or '99, um, I got I think it was 80 hours in, and I got into an area like a point of no return no other save files and I just wasn't strong enough to beat this like boss or the monsters <laughs> in this area it's like fuck so then like I literally restart a game I've been playing for 80 hours it's just fuck. heartbreaking man it's horrible and yeah I also picked up um obviously I played Doom Eternal have you spoken about that I don't think so it's been Actually, that long yeah no I picked up Doom Eternal obviously and what do you think it's great really good the Marauders can go fuck themselves. <laughs> They're fucking horrible, man. <laughs> like, I just don't have the reflexes anymore to be able to beat them, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I did find... I enjoyed it, and I blazed through it, like, yeah. two days, I think I spent just, yeah, campaign, bang, done, job yeah, done. Um, I gotta be honest, I did find the last boss a bit of a fucking cop-out. Oh, really? I haven't got that I wasn't... Yet. Yeah, I wasn't really <laughs> feeling it by the time I got to the last boss. Yeah, I think I'm really um, close. I just sort of put it down for a while and went, moved on to other things for a bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's more of the same. It looks better. It's more of the same. Yeah. It's a lot faster. Like, you're relying on movement a lot more. You are. They've definitely tweaked the run and gun mm. mechanic so yeah. that you, you really... You could sort of get away with a bit of behind cover with Doom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with this, it is you've got to move down. and you've got to kill and move as well. If yeah. you're just running and not fucking dropping anything, you're fucked. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, And I, I enjoy that, but I think I prefer the version... Like I prefer the mechanics in the first Doom to this one yeah. a little bit because, again, like I, I, I'm old. I've got the reactions I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely got more of a love for Doom. I don't know if it's because... This is more of the same. Yeah, yeah. And by default, it didn't have the impact. That yeah, no, yeah, Duke I agree did. with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, not to say that this is a bad game or oh, no, any worse than Doom. Yeah. Just going from playing fucking, what was the last one? Doom 3 on fucking. Yeah, it was, yeah. Would have been Xbox and PlayStation 2? No, it wasn't on PlayStation 2 at the time. It was uh, no. PC and Xbox. Right. And um, they've ported this into PS3. Right. With the BFG edition, edition, I think it was called. You had, like, that was it. Into That's it. why I played it on fucking Xbox 360. Mm. And then they ported it to the PS4 when Doom Eternal came out, I think. Yeah. Or just before. But yeah, um, I was a fucking... Like, there are points in it where you think, fuck, this is awesome, I'm loving this. But then obviously you're, like, you're running through the level and you're just killing and killing and killing and killing. And then, you, like, I feel like with the Marauders now, I just hit a brick wall... I die a couple of times to this one one enemy. <laughs> I was like, why is this happening to me? You know what I mean? Why? Why can't I beat this fucking marauder? There was one point where I put it down for literally a week. 
because it was this Marauder just like, I just couldn't kill him. He was not different to any, <laughs> other, any of the Marauders I killed up to that point. But he was just something about this one like area I was in. They just couldn't sort of, yeah. Get around it. Oof, they're annoying. And I find like in this one as well, they're chucking like those arachnodemons at you in the first level. And like you've got a shotgun just to shoot yeah. you a shotgun. It's like, what the fuck am I to do with this? Do you know what I mean? But no, it's a great game though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been trying to keep a tab on what I have been playing so I can keep it like a choice cuts list okay. because I always forget exactly what I've played this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else? I did pick up Dragon Quest Eleven as well, because, you know, I've got a tolerance for the JRPGs. I was going to say, I've played a single Dragon Quest game, yeah, so you lost me I've there. Played, <laughs> Unless I played one, like, on an emulator at one point, but um, it's all right. You know, it's just JRPG stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a kid, protagonist, I'm sure that he's going to save the world with the power of friendship in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just a long game, you know? And I love these, like, long, drawn-out RPGs. 200-plus hour. Yeah, exactly, yeah. With the exception of Persona 5, I can't fucking stand the music in that, so I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I did think about picking that up, but I haven't touched it yet. It's good. It's a really good fucking game. Like, the menu designs and everything like that is just really sort of... Um, really stands out. But um, th- there's, like, three music tracks for the whole game. You're playing, yeah, fucking hell. you're playing a 200 hour game with three tracks it's three gonna, tracks yeah, like. It's like fuck off with that song <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I've been uh, having a crack at Borderlands 3 oh yeah I finished the main campaign hmm. so I fucking I really enjoyed it I gotta be fair I was yeah. a bit on the fence about whether or not I was gonna actually enjoy it hmm. um Borderlands came out. I loved it. Picked up two. I loved it. I yeah. think I've played two all the way through like three or four times. Nice. Um, I couldn't get on with uh, the pre sequel. Yeah, that's the only one I haven't finished. I started and tried to play it about two times, two or three times. Mm. Um, they, re- <laughs> they recently did a, um, like a, HD of fucking Borderlands 1. Yes. So yeah. I played that all the way through again. <laughs> so of course, I was like, uh, I think I might be like Borderlands out. I don't know. Yeah. When I started playing 3, I was like, ah, oh, it's more of the same, you know. Yeah. But once I persevered and got like an hour or two in, yeah. it's like, oh, actually, this is what Borderlands is all about. It's all about the running gun and the... Yeah. Cheeky lines and meeting all the characters coming back and all the rest of it. To be fair, I think they've done a little bit of work behind the scenes as well to make the mechanics slightly different. I did notice that a lot of the gunplay is much, much sort of smoother, fluid. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the perks. I went as um, Flack. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy with the pets. Yeah. And I just got this little fucking monkey running around after me, nice. picking me up off the floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's fucking magic. Love him. To be honest, I always go for the siren yeah. when I'm playing these games, and I really like deviate from that. And the siren powers in this one is just a bit, uh, bit rubbish. Yeah, the guy I'm playing with is going as siren. Obviously, you've got the three um, yeah, areas for upgrade. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's playing a siren, and like whenever he uses his special, he just sort of throws out orbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas mine, I send out my monkey... <laughs> 
like all fucking steroided up, pumped up. He's fucking beast. He's got a gun, so he's shooting people as well and like yeah. battering people. But I can like send him out. Yeah. So like like almost like throwing a grenade. I can send him out, yeah. and the one path I've gone down, it causes like a essentially sort of it does like splash damage when he arrives. Okay. So it's this whole thing of like, okay, there's loads of enemies over there. Go get a monkey, and I like fucking chuck him out, and he fucking <laughs> meh, comes through, starts shooting. I'm sitting there behind cover, popping out, dropping stuff, and it's fucking wicked. And then Rob comes along and like, oh, there's bad guys, and like throws an orb, and it like hits one, and they die, and it's like. Yeah. My fucking dude's way better than yeah, your yeah. shitty fucking siren powers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, the same was a badass in, like, one and two. And this one's like, yeah. oh, well, they've clearly, like, thought, okay, maybe they were a bit overpowered in the first two games, so let's just make a weak as fuck. Drop them down a bit. And then towards the end, it was just like, okay, I hit quite hard now, you know, with yeah. my siren powers. Cause I, I think I went on a different tree. I didn't throw the orb. I, like, phase-locked and yeah. lots of elemental damage and, then like, splash damage to the people around it. Um, but then as soon as I get hit a couple of times, I'm dead. It's a bit of like a glass cannon, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I might, if I'm going to go through it again, I'll definitely pick a, pick a different class. But then I'm going for the plat, or I was. I haven't played it for a couple of weeks now. Um, so I'll probably stick with the siren to get the plat, and then if I play through again, I'll go with somebody else. Magic. I was um I picked up the gold edition, so I got the season pass with mine. Oh nice. And um I was talking to again Rob, the guy I was playing with, and said to him about oh the season pass is on sale. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Oh, I don't need it. If you fast travel with me and your party yeah. to the level, yeah. I should be able to play the DLC with you. What? I, said, mm, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like, oh, surely well, not. We'll have to try it later. And I was like, hmm, sounds a lot like cheating yeah, yeah. to me. <laughs> I don't think, uh, what the, the fuck is the company called? Uh, Gearbox. That's it. I don't think Gearbox are going to miss out on, yeah, you no. know, a fucking £40 season pass just by having people invite their friends in exactly, to yeah. play. Especially like in a game that's so f- like co-op focused as well. Exactly. Surely they would have thought of that. But if it does work, I'll give you a shout. Okay, yeah, sweet. I got that. <laughs> uh, what else have I been playing? I've been trying to finish Army Zombie Trilogy. Zombie Army Trilogy. Okay, yeah. Um, did you play any of the Sniper Elite games? I there was one on PS Plus a while ago. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. Um, um, have you tried it or not at all? I so played it for about, about an hour. Yeah. I thought oh, that's not really for me. I quite like the whole... I like both sides. So there's a whole sniper... What the fuck is it called? Sniper Elite. I can't even think of what the fucking game was called you were just talking about. <laughs> um, sniper Elite, sniper game, but like they add in, you can play adjust the difficulty so that it actually has bullet drop and distance drop and oh, all yeah. the rest. Yeah. So it doesn't give you correct like pointers where you've got to shoot, so you've got to work it out for yourself and all that. Yeah. I don't play it on overly difficult setting because I'm just not that fucking patient or good to work it all out. Yeah. Um, but I do quite like the idea of sitting up on a hill and like sniping people out in cars that are driving and all the rest. And they do this whole bullet time kill thing where like you see the yeah, impact of the that, bullet yeah. if it's particularly good. Yeah, yeah. Well, Zombie Army Trilogy was like a bunch of DLC they did essentially to like rival Call of Duty zombie mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So it's essentially story-driven DLC, but where you just got hordes of zombies coming at you, mm. different types, and you've got to go to these areas and kill them. So, like, you can lay down mines. Yeah. Of course, there's, like, you get tens of fucking them on screen at one time coming at you. But, like, you can explode stuff to blow them all up and all this stuff, and it's fucking great fun. I love it. Yeah. Um, but trying to do it on my own... <laughs> Fuck me. It's like a multiplayer fucking game. So it's yeah. like fucking up to four people. Yeah. I'm three missions away from finishing the fucking all three packs. But I cannot finish this one fucking... It's like, oh, survive the horde. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. They send out fucking chainsaw fucking dudes, right? So they're big, huge fucking tanks guys with fucking chainsaws covered in armor. Yeah. <clears throat> being in mind, I'm also being swarmed by fucking snipers. <laughs> I'm being swarmed by other fucking zombies that are coming at me. Yeah. I've got to try and lay explosives down to take his armor off to then get like five fucking headshots on him before he's fucking dead. Yeah. All the while on my own, running around this fucking map, trying not to get killed by anything else. Like three fucking slaps and you're dead. Yeah. I just fucking, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm struggling like fuck. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I like I say I played it for like an hour, the Sniper Elite game, but I think, like I got into the level and it's like okay, I got to plan my route around you, and when it comes to like games that make you plan your route out and like try and be a bit strategic, I'm just like, oh, can I be asked? I think they only do that for like the start for the tutorial because they're trying to set up. Um, <clears throat> I think it's for the first mission where they get you to take out. It's like a oncoming. Um, a series of cars and tanks and they want you to be in a certain position to show you that you can like shoot certain things to cause the explosions right okay after that it's quite sort of um almost uh like, like you're on a fucking track and it's just okay, oh, okay. get to you you walk around you can only go that way yeah but it's like okay there's a guy over there bang i'll take him out okay they've heard me or there's some levels where this background noise it hides your shots, so you can like pick your shots carefully for all that kind of shit. It's good fun. It's worth sticking with for like if you've got fuck all else to play and have a crack and see what you think. Yeah, make it a go once I finish uh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, and then finish uh, Resident Evil Two, and then yeah. Doom, Doom Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also picked up. Um, I couldn't not fucking. I played the demo that went live, and was all like, "Oh, it's a little bit shit." Yeah. But the nostalgia factor is just too fucking wow. Um, I picked up the Predator Hunting Grounds game. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it plays like a last-gen shooter. It's not very fucking smooth. It's quite fucking bricky. Like, yeah. Um, but it's just so much fun, and it's clearly made with so much fucking love. Yeah. Like, everything from, like, the music is there... Um, to when you're in the helicopter, they've got like the ghetto blaster behind you, and they've got the fucking boop, boop, boop. And the, the fucking thing is you're dropping down with yeah. the music playing in the background. It's just like, fucking yes! Uh, I've played, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 games, and I've never been the Predator once. Oh, shit. Like, um, when you're trying to join a game, it gives you the option of like joining as the fire team, so you're like a four man squad going in trying to fucking take him out. Yeah. Um, predator or either if you go the fucking fire team it usually takes about 30 seconds to get into a game mm. predator the lowest i've seen the waiting time is five minutes and then the fucking either is usually like an extra four five seconds okay waiting time than the fire team so it's just like ah oh, just fucking either and hopefully i'll get to be predator now yeah, yeah. nah, always a fucking fire team <laughs> bastards yeah, yeah. 
And the other thing I've been playing, which I saw in the store and wasn't going to pick up, I said, like, oh, wait till it's on sale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, but I've got like £16, fucking 45 pence in my wallet left over from when I've added credit to my PlayStation account. Yeah. And it's only like fucking sixteen ninety nine on at the moment with like gold. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck it, go on. I picked up Streets of Rage 4. Oh, there's a Streets of Rage 4? <laughs> there's a Streets of Rage 4. Oh, there was a Streets oh. of Rage 3. There was. Streets of Rage 4 is the fucking new one. They've done it up. It looks amazing. It plays fucking beautifully. Is this like a new... I, uh, is this a, a remaster of an old game or is it a new game? No, no, no. New game. New game. New story. Um, but it plays. It's very much side-scroller. Yeah. Combat's very much the same. Bang, bang, bang. You know, just button bashing to get your fucking hits off. Yeah. Um, it is basically Streets of Rage from Mega Drive days but looks like Streets of Rage for PlayStation 4 days. Okay. It plays almost the fucking same. Like, the combat's the same, the movement's the same. Yeah. And oh, I fucking... I can't get off it. I am fucking loving it. <laughs> it's um, it's like, I think it's 12 levels. Yeah. Um, Takes about fucking four hours, maybe, to clock through it all. Okay. I've finished it with four different characters at the moment, and I'm going through on my fifth already. Yeah, it's just fucking loads of fun. Can't yeah. go enough of it. I may have to check that out. I did like. I literally didn't know there was anything beyond Street Series Two. I didn't. I was looking in the store to see what was new, um, because I was in an iron about picking up the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh yeah. yeah. But I think I'm gonna wait till that's on sale. Yeah, same. Um, and it was there, new, out, fucking today, Thursday or Friday or whatever fucking day it was. Street Series Four, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I had a look at it, and it was just sort of like, fuck it. Definitely, got to be done. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, let me check that out. Um, been, well, have you been playing anything else? No, I think that's about it on the games front. I have been trying to make a conscious effort to get through my films, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why you've been watching uh, anything noteworthy. I'm just looking through my letterboxed account to see what I've added to my uh, list. So the stuff I've watched in 2020 list currently at this time and date, so 10th of the 5th, is at 148 films so far this year. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, not fucking around. <laughs> uh, what did we watch? Let's have a look, see if there's anything of any fucking note yet. Um, it comes at night. Okay. Um, it's another A24. Is that the company that did like fucking Hereditary and all that? Oh, yeah, okay. A24 Studios. Um, it's another one of these. Yeah. Um, and it, it was surprisingly really fucking good. Okay. Um, there's some sort of virus outbreak mm-hmm. and people get infected. So it was like, oh, dude, <laughs> of course I'm going to watch a fucking yeah, virus outbreak film yeah, yeah. during lockdown. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> what sane man wouldn't watch something like Pay that to the current situation yeah <laughs> yeah um and they don't really explain much about the virus just that when you could become infected you become infectious and so there's a family essentially living in this fucking house on their own yeah and somebody tries to break into the house and it goes from there without giving any more because there isn't much more to give yeah um but it was really good i was really surprised that a film 
that looked like there wasn't going to be anything to it managed to keep me engaged for as long as it did. Okay. Um, I also watched The Hunt. Right. Um, which is one of the ones they do in the whole um, watch it at home early access thing because the cinemas are all shut. Yeah, there's no one then, is it? Yeah, um, it was apparently going to come out last year, I believe, but um, due to some fucking shooting in America, they fucking pulled it at the last minute. Oh, okay. Um, delayed it to come out later this year, and then Corona happened, so they were just like, Do you know what, fuck it, get it out there, get people watching it. Yeah. Um, that was good fun. I enjoyed that. That's uh, a bunch of wealthy people essentially kidnap a bunch of fucking whingy bitches online and set them up for slaughter. Right. And it's the whingy bitches trying to survive. Sweet. Um, oh, let's have a look. There's so much fuck. I've watched so much shit. Uh, I watched all three of the Blade films again. Fuck, I haven't seen them for years. <laughs> no, I picked up the trilogy a while back, so I was like, oh... I went through a thing of like, okay, I'm going to have like a Guillermo del Toro fucking yeah. session. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he did Blade 2. I haven't got Blade 2. I need to watch Blade 2. So I bought the fucking trilogy naturally. Do you remember when, uh, like, do you remember watching Blade, the first one, for the first time and thinking, wow, this looks really cool? And then. I, was, <laughs> I think we rented it from fucking Blockbusters. Yeah. Uh, I got in and watched it, and it was bedtime. So I went to bed like a good boy. Nice. I got up in the morning, watched her again. Yeah. Thought this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Took it over to my friend's house at like nine o'clock in the morning to call for him and said, "You need to watch this fucking film." Yeah. I watched her again a third fucking time, like like three times back to back, basically yeah. nothing in between. Yeah. And then took it back to Blockbusters. Was like, that's the greatest film I have <laughs> ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and now looking back. I can see why I didn't pursue like film or yeah. journalism yeah. as a career choice. <laughs> to be fair, I think I did a similar thing. Like I thought, wow, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like a a blood fountain thing in like a club with that techno music playing. Like, yeah. wow, this is. Amazing. I still stand by that opening scene is fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's pretty good. It might look a bit shitty, and the rest of the film putting that scene into context with the rest of the film might not do her any favors. Yeah, yeah. but. That opening scene is badass as fuck. Yeah, it's great, in all fairness, yeah. Um, it's not the greatest film ever made. But... No. <laughs> no, going back, the three of them are not particularly good. <laughs> no, definitely um, I watched all of the Deadwood TV series again. Oh, wow. Because they released a Deadwood movie to tie it all up. Okay. So... The HBO, in all their wisdom, had decided to cancel a shit ton of TV series... Um, I didn't realise at the time, in order to fund Sopranos, yeah. so they cancelled a couple of ones I was watching, okay. Deadwood being one, another one being Carnival. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been talk of making this Deadwood movie for fucking ages, and uh, I picked it up, I was like, I'd now have to watch all of Deadwood again, because I'm not entirely yeah, sure... Obviously. It's been it's been several years. I don't know what's going on. So I've watched all of fucking Deadwood and then the movie, um, which was a nice little rounding up of stuff. Yeah. I decided with my bonus at work that I was going to subscribe to um, Full Moon oh, nice. subscription service for a bit hmm. through Amazon because it's like fucking three ninety nine a month. Yeah. And I watched all three Ginger Dead Man movies. 
Yeah, so on the Instagram for that, man, yeah. What were they like? Uh, <laughs> Davey! <laughs> um, I find Full Moon is a really weird fucking company because they got a lot of stuff that's um, really fucking good. Like some of the earlier days, some of the stuff they put out, stuff like Castle Freak, mm. it's fucking incredible. Yeah. But then they've got stuff like Ginger Dead Man, which is... <laughs> It almost falls into this full moon decided they weren't going to make proper movies anymore and they're just going to make these silly, over-the-top, ridiculous fucking movies. Yeah. And that was going to be their staple. So the first one almost tries to be a bit more serious, whereas the other two just go fucking batshit crazy and, like, take the piss out of I think the the third one is even set in, like, a film studio where they essentially just ah, rip the shit. Not doing that out of full moon and like how cheap they are and how nice. everything's rushed and nothing makes sense there's no continuity and all the rest of it yeah um but they were good fun uh what else do i watch oh, ice cream man fucking yeah that was all right <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, yeah sounds awesome <laughs> yeah another full moon one where uh yeah it's this young lad sees uh the local ice cream man get murdered in what i can only assume is like a mob hit okay. and he's like emotionally scarred by it yeah um and as he grows up becomes an ice cream man himself he like takes over obviously um, the mantle if you will yeah except he's really weird and like killing people and turning them into ice cream oh, right. <laughs> it's fucking Makes sense. weird yeah um, it, it was it, it was all right <laughs> I've gone through like a. I'm just looking at my list, and I've gone through like a spate of like just watching absolute shit. Yeah. I need something good to watch to like lift up my spirits. Ah, oh, I tell you, there we are. There's a good one I did watch. Here we are. We'll, we'll end on me talking about a good one. Um, really random fucking film. Uh, everybody sort of talking about it as like this really big culty thing, mm. um, and how it completely got missed out in the cinemas because of Star Wars. Everybody just went to watch Star Wars. Nobody watched this fucking film. But actually, it's one of the most intense movies ever made and all this shit. Mm. Um, I think there's a couple of things wrong with this film. For a start, the title is called Sorcerer, okay, which automatically makes you think of fucking wizards and warlocks and witches and fucking. Yeah. It's not that at all. It's nice. about four people who come from different backgrounds and different countries, even all on the run for various reasons. Yeah, they end up in this shit old country where they um, mining for oil, digging for oil. There's an, uh, a fire on site, so the oil's all burning. So they essentially the company's hemorrhaging all this money. Yeah, so they want to try and cause an explosion to shut the oxygen off, cause a uh, pile-up, if you will, of various bits and pieces, cut the oxygen off, stop the fucking fire, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Except the dynamite that they've got in store has been leaking because it hasn't been being turned over, so it's making nitroglycerin, which is highly fucking explosive. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out how to get this nitroglycerin slash dynamite up to the fucking oil thing mm. and they decide to recruit people in the town to drive it up in lorries knowing that it's fucking super dangerous the slightest fucking sway of the fucking lorry is going to cause it to fucking blow yeah. cue our four protagonists that have come from various backgrounds now driving these vans 
through the fucking jungle across rope bridges and all sorts of fucking shit yeah. to try and get this fucking dynamite to the site. It's fucking mad. I was sitting there, I was just thinking, oh, this is going to be fucking boring as fuck. Yeah. And once it got started with the whole van thing, I was like literally sat on the edge of my seat, just like, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, I know that van's rocking like fuck because they're going through the fucking jungle, but yeah. like, I'm pretending it's not rocking like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm really, really into it. Yeah. And yeah, no, I really dug that. That was cool as fuck. What's the What's with the title now? I don't know. I have no oh. idea. Even look <laughs> into why the fuck it's called Sorcerer. It's just fucking called Sorcerer. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so have a look. I'd see if I can fucking find why it's called Sorcerer. <laughs> um, The only wages worth running for, dying for, killing for, the wages of fear. Uh, Let's turn the fucking thing off. Why is Sorcerer called... Why is Sorcerer called Sorcerer? The film's title refers to one of the trucks which has the name Sorcerer painted across the hood. The other is named Lazaro. There is no supernatural or magical character or event. I feel like the name Lazaro would have been less... um, It would have caused less confusion. Yeah, I mean, again, it was sort of released the same time as Star Wars. Yeah. So you're queuing up to see what to go watch. You've got Sorcerer of Star Wars, and everybody's talking about Star Wars. Mm. Nobody's thinking Sorcerer, the fucking truck movie where they're trying to transport fucking dynamite. They're thinking, oh, this is going to be some shitty fucking wizards and fucking yeah. warlocks bollocks. Let's although, go watch Star Wars. Although if it was called, if the title of the film was Trucks Going Across Weird Shit with some Nitroglycerin, then that would also be like, <laughs> eh, maybe I'll watch Star Wars. Boom Boom Trucks. Let's yeah, go watch yeah, Boom Boom, boom, boom Trucks. trucks. <laughs> I'd probably watch that but maybe not like if it was in the same bill as Star Wars yeah no and if I hadn't seen that Star Wars one previously I mean it's tricky it's tricky to try and think of a decent name but uh, yeah 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 no I was well impressed oh fair enough yeah I'll check, I'll check that one out Um, I did watch something pretty shit recently <laughs> I love watching shit things oh, what yeah, was definitely. it definitely it was three from hell oh you didn't like it no, not really. I wasn't overly sold on it either, i got to no, be honest. No. I feel like, um, I mean, I, it's been a while since I saw House of Thousand Corpses and Devil Re- Devil's Rejects. Yeah. But I remember those films being quite impactful. And I love, like, loving the characters, loving how well they were written. Yeah. And in this, I just feels like it drops all that. You know, it's just, they, they're not very well written. It's just... Um, obviously Sid Haig sadly passed away while they were yeah. filming it and so they had to cut him out which, and I understand that but then to replace him with somebody you've never seen before and then just not do much with the characters Try and have and no closure I, I was going to say I wonder whether that's part and parcel of because my understanding is there were several sort of rewrites as they were in the process of filming yeah. due to Sid Haig not being particularly well himself yeah yeah um, various other people dropping in and out mm. so I'm wondering if the film is a bit messy because of that yeah probably 
but, but uh, it I is don't messy. know. Like, not... it's just, nothing happens really in it. Like you've got this sort of revenge arc with somebody they kill in the beginning, which doesn't tie into the main story, re- the main like sort of almost like mythos of the Firefly family, and they just kill everyone in the end, and then they walk away. Yeah, <laughs> great. I find it really sort of. I wonder if he's just leaving it open to do more films. Probably, yeah. Um, but I'm sort of torn between. I really want to like Rob Zombie's output. Mm, yeah, same. Yeah, because he's clearly somebody that really digs horror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's made a fucking career out of being a horror guy. Yeah, and he's got the potential uh, there to be like the best horror film. Yeah. Um, but even with House of a Thousand Corpses, when it first came out, mm. I remember really digging it up until the point where we see Dr. Satan and it drops down into the... That's like the caverns or whatever they are. Cavern realm, yeah. I thought I lost me a bit towards the end. Otherwise, I was really digging it. Yeah, so yeah. when they did um, Devil's Reject, mm. and it keeps him more focused on the three, yeah. and then bad people doing bad things. I really dug that. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed Devil's Reject. And you've got that closure at the end as well. Yeah. Like, the end scene's fantastic. They're all, like, sort of stands up and shooting and, like, they get shot the shit out of. Yeah. And like, um, none of that in Three from Hell. To sort of rewrite it then, that, oh, yeah, no, they all survived. Yeah. Despite yeah, the fact yeah. that they got shot to shit. Yeah. yeah, despite that, they all survive. We yeah. get Three from Hell, which is sort of a, almost... It's a non-essential, non-essential. It's not necessary. No. I think by doing three from hell, it sort of undermined Devil's Rejects a bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then like the even the title. I mean, I get they they couldn't help but Sid Sid Haig passed away. Yeah, but three from hell. You'd assume that would be Spalding, Baby, yeah. and Otis, but it's not. It's Baby. Otis and some random fucker they brought in for. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's great. Don't get me wrong. He's he like is. Really he's good fucking man. amazing. Richard Brake's an amazing actor. But then, like, you've you've never seen him before. No. I don't know, man. I just I, I didn't I didn't get on with it at all. Bro, it's like the rest of his catalogue. Um, you've got the Halloween two Halloween films he did. Yeah. I mean, I liked his Halloween. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Um, I didn't wasn't so fast on two. I think two got a bit caught up in pale horse subliminal messaging yeah, that, yeah, yeah. nonsense. Um, but I didn't hate it. I don't think it's one of the worst fucking. No, I think it gets a lot a lot of hate that it doesn't deserve. Yeah. I I enjoyed them personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; they're not like up there with the best Halloween films in the world, but they're they're serviceable. You know, they're good films. Yeah, um, and then. You've got Lords of Salem. Did you see Lords of Salem? The other one, the Brother Record. Uh, yes, and the witches yeah. and fucking yeah. yeah. I wasn't overly sold on that. I really didn't like it when I first watched it. I think I need to give it another spin because I think yeah, at the time I was just really not ready for it. Um, and then Thirty One is the other one. I don't know if you've seen Thirty One. No, I've not seen that one. 31 I quite like, um, but again, features heavily Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't hate it, but like I do think he should maybe cast some other people in his movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I did. I wanted to enjoy Three from Hell. I, I, th- I mean, they just come across as people that are just with no motive in mind and just being overly ridiculous for no reason. I mean, don't get me wrong, 
Devil's Rejects were all about that as well. But I feel like they were they had an arc there. Yeah, they were they were on the run there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tried to sort of continue that with Three from Hell, but it doesn't doesn't no. really work. No, not at all. Just shame. Yeah. Never mind. We might we might get another film with all three back, and there'll be three go to Vegas or something. Fucking three from Hell two. <laughs> More hell. More hell. Yeah. <laughs> Double the hell. Yeah. Double the hell. There's no six of them. <laughs> Ah, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> I kind of hope he does that. Just goes on a really ridiculous route with it. Yeah. Just goes all fucking guns out. Fuck it. Let's just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, how does it go from House of the Thousand Corpses, which is about people gathering people up and then chopping them up and doing really fucked up things with them, to just three guys going to Mexico and just killing people in the same yeah. sort of film series? You know? Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't for me. No, you been watching anything else interesting, man? Um, trying to think. We've been watching TV wise. Well, I've been putting ending away TV wise. Like I said, we smashed out three seasons of Deadwood. Yeah, is there only three seasons? Yeah. Oh, I've I watched like half of them. I can't remember where I dropped off now. It's one of those when you first start up. It's quite. It's not an easy thing to follow because of the dialect, the way they talk, yeah. the the language that's used you sort of kind of read between the lines a little bit but once you get a couple of episodes in you just sort of your brain starts to process it automatically yeah, yeah. you haven't got to sit there and overly think it mm. um, but yeah I think it's fucking great yeah I remember enjoying what I watched like I don't think I stopped because I didn't enjoy it I think it was I don't know I just forgot about it one day I guess just yeah <laughs> yeah um Trying to think, is there anything else? I started watching Samurai Jack because I picked okay. that up. Yeah, I was trying to get the kids to watch it, but they have fucking none of it. <laughs> um, Mandalorian. I signed up yes. to Disney Plus. Yeah, we got Disney Plus, man. Um, I was like, cool, seven days. Fuck, no problem. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, to make fucking noise. I was just like, yes, seven days. I got seven days. I can smash out Mandalorian in seven days. No fucking problem. Yeah. Only two episodes up. Yeah, I thought it was going to all be up there, but it wasn't. Like, so we've you signed fucking on. bastards. Yeah, we've signed on for like the month thing anyway, so like, it wasn't really an issue. Because obviously yeah. Amy's a big fan of the Disney's. Um, so you've, you've not seen all of it yet, then? No, well, we started, we're doing this whole, um, we do like a superhero thing on the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, we do a superhero movie usually. Yeah. And then the idea was that we do a Mandalorian episode during the week. Okay. One night in the week we'll watch it. Then obviously all this fucking COVID bollocks happened and I'd been off work. Yeah. And sort of they're doing their own thing and I'm here in the day and we're doing stuff and it gets to like my usual home time and I'm like, just leave me the fuck alone, please. Go away. <laughs> I've been with you all fucking day. Go on. Go do something out of the way. <laughs> nice. um, so Emma started watching an episode upstairs. I went upstairs and she was in her bedroom with it on. Yeah. I said, like, you watching The Mandalorian without me? She's like, oh, only, only this one. I thought we were watching it together. <laughs> so I just no. completely abandoned you to watch the Monroe. I just, I'll just turn it off. I was like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. You, you watch it without me. I don't need you to watch it with. I can watch it on my own as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've gone back because I'm a sloppy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so what did you make of like the two episodes you did see? I am loving it. It's arguably great. the greatest Star Wars thing since fucking the original trilogy. Yeah, like it is awesome. It pisses all over. 
the one, two, and three episodes, yeah, um, and the newer stuff. It, it's ah, oh, it's yeah. everything I want from fucking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it is fucking great in all fairness. Um, if I had one complaint about it, and I'm trying not to give, give away any spoilers, but it doesn't seem like there's like a story, like an overarching story to much of it. Like right. a lot of the episodes feel like self-contained little stories. Where, yeah. well, they contain the same characters, but there's not really sort of a motivation there. You know what I mean? Right. But um, it does bring it in at the end, and this, yeah, the end is fucking great. Well, that's, I'm hoping that this is like, like we've discussed before when we've talked about Star Wars, they've always played it really close hmm. and kept the whole fucking Skywalker thing and the Death Star and just yeah. move away from it. You've got this massive universe that you can use. Yeah. Use something else for the love of God. Yeah, definitely. And I think I'm hoping the Mandalorian is going to be proof that actually you can step outside of what everybody's comfortable with yeah. and do something else. And it can still be really good. I think, I, to be honest, I do think the Mandalorian's done that. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's no mention of the Skywalkers. So, yeah, no, it's fucking good stuff, man. Really good stuff. Because I'm not entirely sure where this ties in with the Star Wars story arc, as we know it. Is this Baby Yoda, as in it's Baby Yoda, as we know it? No, or no, is no. this A Baby Yoda? It's a Baby it's Yoda. It's a new one. Because this is set... Um, after the fall of the Empire, but before the events of the latest films. Right. So I think okay. it's like five years after the fall of the Empire. Yeah. I was like, so something to do with the credits, and I was like, hang on, I need to pay attention to that, because they're no longer using those credits. Yeah, yeah. That'll give me a clue where the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll come back to that. I'll check that later. Mm. So, so still it's a like new Yoda. There's still like Empire presence about, but it's not tied yeah. to like the, the Palpatine and all that nonsense. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah, man. Um, what else have we watched? Not much, really. Like, to be honest, so we get a bit sick of TV every now and again. Like, we watch yeah. a series and like, oh, right, okay, just go back to watching Bob's Burgers or something easy. Yeah. You know I mean? So I've started to digging into fucking Friday Night Dinner. Oh, Amy mentioned you want to start that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. Really? But. No, I shouldn't. Yeah. Like, I've seen it like clips and I think, oh, I just can't be asked for that, you know? Yeah, no, it's the in between a guy, hmm. um, the other guy's out of plebs, I think. Right. Both of those I don't really care for at all. Um, but I don't know, the dynamic of all of them works well. Okay. Like, it is just trashy. Put it on 20 minutes, you have a giggle. Yeah. Job done. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you ever watch Green Wing? Yes, I love Green Wing, yeah. I think I bought them yeah. from you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I fucking love Green Wing. <laughs> um, the Dr. Alan Statham, the radio consultant guy that's having the fling with the one nurse, and he's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. He's in Friday Night Dinner, and he plays the next-door neighbour with a dog. He's got a dog yeah. that he's absolutely petrified of. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. I love him. <laughs> watch it just for him, if nothing yeah. else. We did really watch... Um... Oh, sorry, go on. It is worth checking out just for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, I think I'll check out a couple of episodes. Yeah, I like from the offset, like from the outside. I just, I don't think I, I'd enjoy it. But then I haven't really tried it out, so I can't really say that. You know? Yeah, on paper, I should fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and if anybody asks me to recommend good TV, I wouldn't be saying Friday Night Dinner. But if I've got nothing to watch and I'm thinking, oh, what the fuck should I put on? It's yeah. usually Friday Night Dinner. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> um, we did rewatch all the Trailer Park Boys recently. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I, I, I've just, I've been on like a Trailer Park Boys thing ever since, man. I fucking, I love it so much. Like we watched all the series, then the Out of the Park episodes. They go to Europe, yeah. they go to USA, then like some of the like films. And I found out they do a podcast with, they've got like over 200 episodes of this podcast. So I've just been listening to that constantly. I need to go back and watch it. I started watching it. Yeah. And again, just stop for some reason, like in the middle of season one. Yeah, yeah. And never got any further, yeah. despite the fact that, like, it's on my watch list along with a couple of the movies yeah, and yeah. this an animated series as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I'm, I'm dipped into that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now I need to finish checking that out. Do it, man. It's so fucking good, look. And I don't know what I like, what it is I like about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's fucking great. I love it. I'll have to dip into it once we finish Friday Night Dinner because I think on all four they've got like six seasons. Yeah. Whereas Netflix has only got four. So we've gone, that's how much we're into it. We've started dipping into all four specifically to watch the two seasons that are not on Netflix. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But music, man. Checked out anything new recently? Um, outside of the Alex Jones prison oh, yeah. <laughs> project thing, Amazing. they've got a new album up. Yeah. Um, on Bandcamp, it's not on um, Spotify yet, okay. but I've been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't been going anywhere to like put any music on really, so I haven't like yeah. dipped into anything for a while. Yeah. Um, Perturbator. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been checking some of that out. Um. But yeah, now nah, fuck all really. There's not much in the way coming out. The new Alkaline Trio EP dropped. Did we talk about that yet? No, yeah, no, I am checked out to be honest. It's not good. It's yeah. all right. It's not fucking would be great. Like, to be honest, like Alkaline Trio, in my opinion, haven't released a good album in years. Yeah, over a decade. Yeah. When was Good Morning out? I think that was the last yeah, one that was, was sort yeah, of. That was early 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I still got like a soft spot for them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'll probably check it out eventually, but then like. I've listened to the latest, the last album they brought up before this EP once, maybe. I thought last Yeah. So it's probably going to be the same thing with this EP, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's all right. The one song on it that I quite enjoy is basically just a Dan Andriano song on his own. <laughs> like, he could have released it as a solo track. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, Did, like, didn't, not the band they once were. No, definitely not, no. And we've seen them live, what? Like, how many times? Four, well, quite a few. I think you've seen them more than I have. Yeah, I think mine's got to be about six or seven yeah. times, I think. I think maybe four or five for me. Uh-huh. Something like that. And they're always putting on a good show and stuff, you know? Yeah, they always play some of the better songs. The better songs, yeah. But then, like, when it comes to releases, the last one I enjoyed was probably Crimson. Yeah, I didn't mind Crimson. Crimson was all right. I think Crimson is where... They started going through. He had the like early days where it was DIY, punky sounding, cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Then they sort of got a bit more polished punk. Mm, yeah. And Crimson is where they started doing that whole um, almost new romantics yeah, fucking yeah. sound. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which they've sort of stuck with. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. I said Alkine Trio. Uh, big part of my formative music years so i'll always have a little love for alkaline trio yeah i think when we were in college when like private eye and stuff like that was coming out 
Yeah, I remember it being one of the first songs I heard on fucking music TV when we got Sky and had yeah. music TV, and I was like, fuck, I love music TV. <laughs> Who the fuck are these? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah no, that was, that was good. But then, yeah, I think these, you are right, like the Crimson was really polished, but then I think they took it a step further with the album after that. Because I, I enjoyed Crimson, I don't know, like, I don't think they've, the songwriting has been up there as as good as it was in Crimson. Yeah. For any, any releases after that? I don't know. Nah, like I said, they, it is what it is. They, they're not shy of a fucking few quid, so I haven't got to feel bad about not fucking buying yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Um, and when they're on tour, I'll probably go watch them. Yeah. Still. Yeah. So they're still getting money off me either way. Bastards. Know. You're essentially supporting Blick One Eight Two. Yeah, I mean, I think deep down inside, that's part of the reason. I'm all like, ah, oh, dude, you play guitar for Blink One Eighty Two. I've sort of almost lost respect, but at the same time, you're probably getting paid so much fucking money. Yeah, definitely. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, Blink One Eighty Two. What the yeah. fuck happened? So, like, there was an album that I was really excited for right? coming out this month. Yeah, the beginning of this month. Um, by 3-1-G you know they do like these um, collaborative albums where they cover one artist yeah I think they did like Queen didn't they like <clears throat> Dynamite with Lesbian I think the album's called like yeah. a bunch of 3-1-G artists just covering Queen they did one for the Cramps oh nice yeah yeah um, and it's not very good no yeah there's two maybe three good songs on there like the mm. best one is the one that Mike Patton covers with the band called Zeus um, they do Human Fly Right. It's so fucking good, man. Definitely check that one out. But, like, um, the rest of it's just a bit meh. Mm. You know? Even, like, there's a Retox cover song on there as well. Yeah. And it's not very good. It's a shame. Yeah. I was just thinking about how they've cancelled Arc Tangent. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just talking about Retox. It's, uh, oh, yeah. No Locust. I know. I fucking Pre- hope they come back for next year, like. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I imagine they get a lot of the bands back for next year. Yeah, I imagine they can't go anywhere else at the moment, can they? Yeah, so exactly. Unless they've already had plan stuff previously booked for like fucking next year, which might be the case. Yeah, yeah, could very well be the yeah. case. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no fucking gigs, nothing. Yeah, I know. For a long time, it kind of puts a span in the works for your plan of what was it thirty six? Like, <laughs> yeah, thirty six events. Gigs. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking yeah. Well, it was funny enough. There was a whole Twitter feed about. Um, I'm sorry, I caused COVID nineteen. Um, I think I by, saw you. And then you were supposed yeah. to put in what what it was you had like done yeah. for 2020 yeah. that caused it. And there's various people saying, "Oh, by giving up smoking or fucking all this stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, by deciding I was going to try and be more sociable and get out more <laughs> and do 36 events this year because I literally live in my house and don't do anything." much like this lockdown yeah, yeah. not much has changed from the outside of i'm not going to work at the moment <laughs> and there's nothing on i can't yeah. go anywhere i know so what I did know. i manage like four things i think i went to four gigs before it all fucking lockdown i can't remember fucking bastards i'll have to check i got it written down somewhere because yeah. i was keeping a log so i wouldn't forget have we been to a gig this year um i did wild hearts yeah um, 
I can't fucking think. There was a couple. Oh, um, Anti-Flag, was that, was that this year? That was the Anti-Flag was yeah. this year. Um, I'm sure there's another one or two. But yeah. Yeah, no fucking, I don't see any fucking gigs for the foreseeable future. No, no, definitely not. Not this year. Have you seen Boris's new plan? I was just watching on YouTube his latest announcement. Yeah, we watched it live, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Well, the thing is, as well, because like everyone's split now, um, his like advice doesn't really apply to us anyway. Yeah. Because obviously the Welsh minister has come up and already said what the plans for Wales, and Boris's was essentially for England. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's all fucking madness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, to be honest, like it's because I'm still in work, and I'm still commuting to work, and it's all fine. Touch wood. Yeah. It's, it's not nothing like it has affected me, obviously, but like not in the extreme way as it's, it's affected other people. Yeah. You know? Are they supplying you with like PPE and work? Do you go on the train with your little mask on to keep you safe? Yeah, I've got masks and shit, man. Yeah. I have seen, right, that um, Relapse have put a bunch of masks. I, don't, I think they're for pre order at the moment. I think they're coming up for another couple of weeks. But right. there's, um, do you remember Pig Destroyer released a CD with one song in it? And it was like 15 minutes long called Natasha. Yeah. And he looked like the cover was the girl with the blood coming off the mouth. Yeah. They do a mask with like a nice. Pig Destroyer mask with like the blood, Natasha on it. I really want it, man. I really fucking want it. Uh, that's going to be American import though, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's like $15 with like $9 shipping. But, yeah, and then you're gonna have to pay import tax as well. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Box work back. They they do like a really nice death T-shirt that I wanted. So yeah. like, oh, if I pick that up, I can get a mask at the same time. I yeah, bingo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then if I I forgot about the import tax as well because the shipping's like I, nine dollars. Yeah, I got fucking screwed the other day. Um, every time I do it, I always forget. I used to order like records, and they'd come, and I had nothing. No fucking import tax nothing and then i got fucking screwed once with it and i was like fuck it i'm not buying anymore yeah and then i ordered some fucking stuff from um alex pardy this guy ordered this book that got fucking done i was like fuck it i'm not doing anything else then he had a sale on a couple of months later and i was like oh well i really like that print so i'm gonna buy that print i got fucking done again how much are you paying for import tax uh depends on the size of the fucking package okay um but most recently, there's this pair of uh, artists, they go by the name of Jellico, I think it is, on Instagram. Yeah. And back when we had Friday the 13th in March or May, yeah. um, you put up a thing where, like, oh, I'll do a Friday the 13th sketch for $13 oh, nice. and send it out. And I was like, that's cheap as fuck. I was like, fucking right, I'll have one of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went on his website to check out with this fucking thing. Thirteen dollars. Um, you can request what Jason you want. So I was like, "Ah, oh, fucking sweet! I'll have two. Yeah. I'll ask him to do Jason from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, so Sackhead Jason, yeah. and any other one. I don't care, just any other Jason." Yeah. So they eventually turned up. I think it was like fucking twenty-six dollars plus fucking maybe nine dollars for shipping. So it's like thirty dollars to twenty odd quid for these two hand-drawn fucking Jason things, right? It's yeah. like fucking beautiful. Sweet. Yeah. Turned up is like fucking twelve pound import tax to pay Oof. on it as well. They fucking bastards. Yeah, bastards. So I've been looking, obviously spending a lot more time around the house at various prints and stuff yeah. to get, and it's all in America, and it's all going to 
have import tax on it. It's like, oh, fuck it now. Yeah. Uh, we'll wait until I move house. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll rethink that. Maybe I'll look for some cool masks. Yeah, I was just having a gander on Amazon before, I, uh, before we started chatting to see what they had. Mm. But they're also fucking boring. Yeah. Check out the relapse ones, man. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Add it to my uh, list of things to check out. We got, yeah, they're all just fucking, all just black or fucking surgical masks. Yeah. I mean, black's are cool. Black's cool, yeah. It's better than the blue I one just, they've got. Yeah, I'll just flick some red paint on it or whatever. <laughs> Make it look like I'm like coughing yeah. up blood and scare everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Make sure you keep that social distance, like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've got covered most things. Yeah. Um, what are you currently reading? Anything good? Um, I cannot remember for the fucking life of me what it is called. Uh, the Mobster's Lament. Oh, yeah. By Ray Celestine. Celestine? Celestine. I'm going to go Celestine. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's the third book in what he is calling the City Blues Quartet. Yeah. Um, and basically, they all take place in different time periods in America in different places. So the Axeman's Jazz is the first one, yeah. which they go back to like the 1920s and you, the books are written from certain characters' perspectives okay. well as the books so as you continue with the books the time periods change but some of the characters remain but they've obviously moved on and gone to different places and they the various elements of police and private detectives and stuff so they solve these fucking crimes yeah. so I'm reading the latest one of those at the moment are you good? Um, yeah so, right, so far they're sort of I don't know I don't want to say trashy but like they're the standard uh, supermarket paperback that you would pick up and sort of get through and right. chin off yeah, yeah. so Brian Jayam so that's all that counts yeah yeah definitely have you got anything that you're packing in your bag, or are you uh, just not bothered because you're playlisting? Yeah, no, I've, um, I'm halfway through a book at the moment. It's a fucking tome as well, man. Um, <laughs> City of Mirrors by Justin Cronin. It's the right. third in the Passage trilogy. Right. Um, it's good, really good. But I find that if I'm reading the third book in a trilogy of books I've not read for over a year... <laughs> I then struggle to like remember what the context was for some of the actions, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's one of the things I quite like about this is you haven't got to have read the others for this to make sense. Yeah. There's yeah. like if they reference to knowing each other previously, mm. it covers how they know each other previously enough that it doesn't affect the story. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, if you're reading something that's a continuation of an overall story arc, yeah, yeah, if you've got a year or two between reading them, <laughs> yeah, I mean, ideally, I'd have read them again before certain city mirrors, but yeah. it's a fucking tome, man, it'd take me fucking ages. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm way through that. It is really good, in all fairness. And yeah. then I've got uh, Schechter's book on Bell Gunness to read after that. Nice, so I'm looking forward to that. I've tried. I've decided to take your advice on board and read like a fiction book and then a non-fiction book. Oh, okay, yeah. So I've I've been doing this whole like dropping in and out of true crime stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I found 
that actually I can read for a hell of a lot longer if I'm reading non-fiction than if I'm reading fiction. Okay. As strange as yeah, it might sound, I get more bored reading fiction oh, wow. than I do reading non-fiction. Yeah. So like the two true crime stuff, I'd be sitting there for ages reading it. Yeah. Whereas the fiction stuff is so like, okay, right, that's the end of the chapter. That's a pause there. I can come back to that. So I kind of know what you mean. I do tend to like fly through the true crime stuff. Yeah, I don't know whether it's just because it's... I don't even want to say it's the way it's written. I think it's maybe it's just because it's factual and the story is because it's true in most cases, these you know, these true crime books. Or the end overlying... Overlying? The fucking overall story yeah. they're telling is about something that actually happened. happened yeah, it's yeah. more engaging than the yeah. story that's based on fiction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I've been dipping in and out. I've read a couple of fucking mafia-related stuff. Yeah. I've been working my way through the stockpile of uh, last podcast on the left recommendations that I've got as well. Oh, I yeah, picked yeah. up a couple of bits. Yeah. Um, I read one of the Dennis Nielsen ones. Okay, yeah. Um, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, it's not bad by any means, but like I was picked it up. I added it to the list with um, Killing for Company was the other book, and this one was Conversations with fucking Britain's most notorious killer, Dennis Nielsen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, which were the two that they used for reference point, and I added them to my fucking Amazon wish list ages ago. Yeah. Well, I was flicking through the various lists trying to tidy them up because I had time on my hands and I could condense down and fucking chin them off because I had about 12 different lists. Yeah. And I saw that they dropped the price of the one to two ninety nine. So oh, I was nice. just like, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'll get that. Yeah, It'll yeah. be here tomorrow, and I got something to read. Magic. Yeah. And it acts as almost like a companion to Killing for Company, ah, okay. rather than giving you any insight. It does sort of start to cover bits and pieces about Nielsen, but it makes reference to Killing for Company so much mm. that it's almost as if he expects you to have read that first and then come to this. Yeah, yeah so that you get insight into stuff. And he doesn't really cover the crimes in any great detail until, like, you're 200 pages in of a 270-page book. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was all right. But it's not something I think I'd go back to and read by any means. No. no or recommend. Just take the shack to man, he's always good. Yeah, well, that's it. I got a pile of shack today, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'll just read this one first because it's turned up, and yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, no, I should have just, I got, I think I got three sitting there waiting to be read. Which ones? Um, again, the ones I picked up fucking ages ago. There's one, the Mad Sculptor. Okay. Um, let's have a look. Harold Schechter. Um. Da, 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 yeah, depraved. Yeah, which is the H. H. Holmes. Yeah, that one's fucking fantastic. Um, I think bestial. That's the other one, and the yeah, the one? mad sculptor. So they're all sitting there waiting for me to dip into. Nice. Yeah, I got the bag on this one. I I I want to pick up the Albert Fish one. Yeah. But I know that's gonna be fucking grim, like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, depending on how this turns out, we'll maybe try and do another one again. Yeah, shall we try and go back to format 
for the next one? Yeah, I said if it turns out right, sound wise, as long as it works, obviously within uh, fucking Spotify, I was going to say fucking Skype cutting in and out, see how it overall sounds like. If it sounds decent enough that we could put out, yeah, we'll go back to doing some films. Yeah, to be honest, like through the headphones I'm listening to as we're sort of recording, it sounds decent enough. Yeah. Nothing I can't cool. fix anyway, so should be all right. And um, yeah, we can either might have to play it by ear a bit in terms of continuing to do the 88 film stuff depending yeah. on what you can find yeah um but yeah if not we could just put the 88 stuff on hold and just do a random fucking movie yeah i love that definitely magic sweet man cool it was good talking uh, to you man it's been a while yeah it's been a while we gotta you gonna say hello <laughs> hello mrs griffiths hi <laughs> <laughs> He said hello, you can't hear him, can no, you? Because I, I got my headphones on. <laughs> I saw his mouth moving there, so I assumed that. But he said hello. Yeah. Cool. Okay, thank you for listening. Cool, yeah. I'll speak to you again. Thank you, bye.